The following program is recommended for ages 18 and over due to adult content. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome to Behind the Scenes, a look at some of the sometimes steamy inside of Hollywood with your host, Hollywood executive and former Victoria's Secret model, Summer Helene. Our program features the gossip, the dish, and the stories of what's really going on behind your favorite movies, television shows, and celebrities from the people who are involved in the industry. Now, here is your host, Summer Helene. Do you have a desire to be famous? Do you want hordes of people screaming your name? Then ask your therapist if Hollywood's right for you. Hollywood, where you can work your entire first year as an unpaid intern, followed by mandatory minimum 18-hour workday with guaranteed unpaid overtime, where sexual assault is so common you get to sign a waiver promising not to sue even before you start your new job. Warning, side effects may include insomnia, heavy drug use, thousands of dollars in therapy, alcoholism, bulimia, obesity, hallucinations, loss of integrity, complete loss of moral compass, bleeding from the fingernails after trying to claw your way to the top, as well as excessive chapping of the lips from kissing everyone's ass. If you have these or any other side effects or begin to question your life choices, please contact your therapist because nobody in Hollywood gives a damn. Hollywood, shut up and take it. G'day, guys. Welcome to Behind the Scenes. I'm your host, Summer Helene, and we are on with my guest co-host, Bear Fjorda. He is a TikTok superstar. He is the baddest guy I know in the cage, and he is a guy that consistently cheats on his diet when he's supposed to be cutting for our fights. Welcome to the show, Jared. Uh, You have no factual evidence of this, and they've already disproven the uh, feasibility of witnesses Time and time again, so <laughs> I'm gonna call. I'm gonna call cap on that. Uh, no, but seriously, I'm kind of bad sometimes. Okay, you ate an entire pack of macaroons yesterday. No, I did not. That is that is so cap. That is so fake. You, you, okay, lie. I you pardon. Half, more than half a pack of macaroons. That's all, that is only because they fill the pack with odd numbers. If they gave me an even number, it would have been half <laughs> because I know my levels of self control. You're a liar. <laughs> How are you doing? <laughs> oh man, I'm just, I'm feeling good today. All my recording stuff is wet. You know, not the electrical, but all like my gears, my props, all of it's wet. So that was fun today. That's about it. I'm feeling great. How about yourself? Better than you. I don't have to fight on wet mats. I'm not fight. It's a fight to record on the wet mats, but thankfully, I'm not fighting on the wet mats. How do we get you to fight on wet mats? You don't. That, that's, that, to me, and silly. Well, it's flooding in California in different areas. Uh, I know your grandma had to be evacuated. Yes, she was, she was definitely evacuated for all of 12 hours or so. And she was brought back by my mother because they, they happened to lift the evacuation. It doesn't mean it's going to go away. They just lifted it for now, as of five minutes ago. Your mom's taking her home? Yeah, she took her home earlier because they were going to lift the evacuation. (laughs) It does not sound like your mother wants to spend an excessive amount of time with your grandmother. My grandmother is a lovely person, depending on the individual going to speak to her at the time. Mm -hmm. Fair enough. Well, I know Los Angeles is, is pouring. Uh, Palm Springs is raining, Riverside's raining. 
I was talking to the gentleman here over at Voice America, and he said it's raining in Phoenix. Oh, okay. So it's the flood. We're, we're going to a second. Is it, is it called the rapture? Is that the end of days? Is this how it kicks off with water? No, this isn't how the rapture goes. It's the full horseman, which is like plague, pestilence. Actually, hang on. Let me think about the full well, horseman. A plague, you pestilence. Run those again? Plague, pestilence. It's, it's plague, uh, plague, plague famine, famine. There are plenty of places starving already. Okay. War. Uh, well, we're still kind of in a war, but we just had treason occur, so maybe that can count. And death. Well, death's already here. People are dying consistently due to, due to all these factors. <laughs> People die well, in looks- direction. They die during COVID. They're dying due to famine. Well, crap, if they, I'm telling you, if this is the apocalypse and the four horsemen are out, they were let out by an orange stable boy. Oh, boy, oh, boy. I'm just saying. I say we blame the orange stable boy. The orange stable boy. Unfortunately, because he was more than a stable boy, the four horsemen have arrived. Mm. Then the question becomes... Who's the Antichrist? It's supposed to be someone we don't suspect. Someone we don't suspect? So shit, it's not Trump. Mm -hmm. No. No way. Hmm. I don't think... (gasps) Oh my God, it's Betty White. It's Betty White. (laughs) We would all follow... Hear me out. We would all follow Betty White. We all love Betty White. And whatever she does, we're like, come on, it's Betty White. Betty White could be the Antichrist, and we would follow her. You make a valid point, actually, and I'm kind of terrified now. See, she was one of, especially me, she was one of the first female producers. She's one of the women I idolize. She absolutely, beautifully um, got herself on as a producer on Life of Elizabeth, which was a television show she started when she was quite young. I love Betty White. I worship that woman. I have proof the apocalypse is here. They cancelled Stagecoach and uh, Coachella again. Oh, you know, I'm not surprised given the whole pandemic situation. So, but maybe, isn't it, wouldn't it be a little preemptive? Do you think they could have pushed it out a little further because the whole vaccination and, you know, having a stable president in in office? Okay. I I get what you're saying, but hear me out. What they did was the right thing. And... I, I think it's better right now for us to kind of take things slowly. I mean, we need to be vaccinated. We don't know if the um, deviations in the virus are affected the same way as the original virus by vaccines. Um, we have seen a drop in coronavirus, thank God. I know everyone's like, it's because Biden took office eight days ago. No, no, guys, it's not. I mean, I'd love to say it is, but it's not. It's because we're getting over the hump from the Christmas and Thanksgiving infections. We're kind of getting over that hump. Um, If we can just get everyone to stay home and behave themselves now, it it will be better. But we're seeing a drop in coronavirus, and with people being vaccinated, it should get better. But there was a surge of coronavirus in people that visited D.C. on January 6th, and I could not think of anyone more deserving. (laughs) Yeah, I, I can't either, actually. That's a pretty 
Oh man, those people are just dumb. They're just really dumb. They they stole. I I know it's I know it's old news, but they stole documents that not only were irrelevant that they had no idea what it entailed. They just took it to say, "Oh, I'm fighting the government." Yeah, I know that one of them took a bunch of parking tickets, which also it would have been better if they'd have released the parking tickets. Then we would have known which senators had parking tickets. Um, I'm just saying I'm, I was interested in that. That was a thing I was interested in. I find the whole thing bizarre, really. I mean, face it, we're looking at a situation where we have a whole bunch of, of people getting sick from an insurrection against the government. I mean, had this been a foreign, a foreign people that did this to the, the government, I mean, could you imagine if it was Black Lives Matter, we would have been down their throats. If it was, you know, people coming in from another country and did this, we'd be like, we have been attacked. But because it's a bunch of white guys, everyone's like, no, nah, it's cool. It's cool. We'll let it go. I don't get yeah, it. I, Is I this like an American thing? They're not calling it treason. I, no, this is not. Actually, wait, this may be an American thing to try and favor a white individual, more so a white male, over the remainder of their population and have done so for, I don't know, since we started our country entirely. But who's counting, really? You're a white male. Do, how, how does the favoritism I, work in your favor? Uh, well, I do know that I have... Now, this is off the record, of course. Anyone listening, don't record me or quote me. Uh, I have been pulled over by the police, and I did not have to explain that I'm unarmed. I did not have to step out of the vehicle. Uh, I was only mildly intoxicated, making a dumb decision in my life that I'd never done again. Uh, and I was let off scot-free after the cop solicited me for an invitation at a later date. Uh, okay, so hang on. <laughs> hang on. <laughs> You got caught driving drunk. How old were you? Uh, I don't know how the legal system works, but minor at the time. So I don't know if okay, it's so the age or whatever. Duh, duh. I don't know if I'm still so in the limitation. You, you were a drunk minor that got pulled over and solicited by a cop and then let off. Yes, and it wasn't like it was some cute lady cop who just happened to dig my, my drip, my style. No, it was a dude. And I don't mean like a dude. I mean like a dude. And you're not into dudes? No, not, not, not the flamboyant, not the, not the butch. Just no. You prefer women? Am uh, I it, it the, the new guest? Yes, I, I love women. It, like I can give you some <laughs> <laughs> No, it's it's fine. I'm just saying, like I, I guess I don't see anything wrong. Like you you just a few guys, that would be their dream. Like, was he a hot cop? Uh he was handsome. Does that does that count? Yeah, good looking cop. That counts. There you go. You just you just got a couple of guys' dreams. And a couple of girls' dreams. You got a lot of a lot of people would be like, Yes, absolutely. Handsome cop asked me out. The fact that you were a minor... Wait, did he ask you out before or after he looked at your license? I don't remember, but I do remember that it happened, and I do remember I gave him my license. So I'm going to hope it just... You know, shit, it was after, actually. <laughs> he, oh my he wasn't God. paying attention. He, oh, that's so much worse. Okay. Well, things have gone desperately wrong in this conversation. Uh, we are no longer talking about white privilege. Apparently, we are talking about uh, statutory rape. I found um, that. We, 
attempted. We are gonna we are gonna go to break. When we come back, we're gonna be talking about some stuff that's relevant to Hollywood, which could also be statutory rape. Things have gone down a terrible road. We'll be right back after this. I'm Summer Helene with my special guest co-host Beth Yorda. We'll be right back. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. Have you checked out Teen Wealth Radio? It's a show for teens, their parents, and educators. Hosted by Brandy England, along with regular weekly contributors, Teen Wealth Radio will cover the topics that teens need to talk about. Plus, we discuss a book of the week and a movie of the week, and each show will offer a challenge to our teen listeners that they can share on our private Facebook group page. Be sure to tune in to Teen Wealth Radio, live every Thursday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 5 p.m. Pacific, on Voice America Variety. Racers and Rental Cars is the program for wannabe pro racers and those interested in the racing profession and automotive industry. Join hosts Cameron Ferre and Don O'Neill as they take you behind the scenes with previews and review for race day. It's about the business as well as the fun. We've got the scoop, the guests, the discussion, and the WTF moments. All you need to do is bring your ears. Racers and Rental Cars heard every Saturday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time, 1 p.m. Eastern, right here on the Voice America Variety Channel. Have you had a chance to check out Voice America's online magazine and blog? If you love our hosts and shows, check out articles that give an even deeper perspective, plus topics about health and fitness, movie reviews, philosophy, business tips and tactics, spirituality, positive thought, current events, and even more about your favorite hosts. It's just a click away at blog.voiceamerica.com. That's blog.voiceamerica.com. The Voice America Press Blog. All access all the time become our friend on facebook post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline visit facebook.com forward slash voice america you are listening to behind the scenes with host summer helene to connect with the show today please call 1-866-472-5788 That's 1-866-472-5788. You may also send an email to bts at summerhelene.com. Now let's go back behind the scenes. G'day, g'day, guys. Welcome back to Behind the Scenes. I'm your host, Summer Helene. We are on with my guest co-host, Bear Fjorda, talking about all things Hollywood. Um, And we're trying to get things back on track a little bit here. So, just a side note, scientists in Africa discover a fiery orange bat. So, it's a bright orange bat. Uh, everyone, obviously, is putting in the, the, the name you think they would put in for this. But I think we should just get done with the, dump, with the, the current pandemic before we continue missing with bats. Like, I don't think now is the time to be discovering new bats or caves. What? We've got people discovering Aren't new bats caves. the cause of our current problem? Exactly. Uh, the, the impeachment trial, by the way, starts on February 8th. And that's going to be as partisan as everything seems to be in America. Yeah, but everyone's complaining about it. Everyone's trying to say how, uh, what is it, it's unconstitutional that they're having this on, a, on what they call a sovereign citizen, as if mm-hmm. he was never the president, never caused any problems. I think something that people 
I look at, there's this film, it's called The American President. It stars Annette Benning, Michael yeah. J. Fox, Michael Douglas, Martin Sheen. You could never imagine Trump, like, standing there pondering that a janitor is in a place that's about to be bombed. I, I think that's that's kind of where we are, is we're in a place where his followers, I mean, the diehard followers and the QAnon followers, we really need to look at this... Um, as a real problem and we need to start deprogramming people treat it the same way that you do a cult we need there's been this massive disinformation campaign which i can honestly say um has has been spurred on by hollywood because money and i'm not any better i work for i work for the gop and i work for uh the democrats i work for both sides of the aisle um but I think we need to kind of start deprogramming everyone. I, it was really well put in that movie, The American President. People don't drink the sand because they're thirsty. They drink the sand because they don't know the difference. And we're at a point that people are taking in information. They're taking in information offline. They're taking in information from these private sources. And they are not taught by the media or in school, which is where it should be taught, how to filter through information to find out what is and what isn't rather than um, confirmation bias, rather than finding things they agree with and finding more of that information, people aren't taught to kind of siphon through the information. So I think that's a problem with the education system. People have not been taught how to research. And it's also a problem with media. I think we kind of need to look at our media and say, enough. If you're going to tell absolute outright lies, you're going to be penalized. We have laws for truth in advertising. There needs to be some truth in media laws. Just a personal opinion. You know, didn't we used to have something that where you had to get some kind of verification of being a news media outlet? You can't be throwing around fake accusations or what, I guess what Trump coined as fake news. Yeah, there, there was. But the way it works and the way people get around it uh, and Roger Ailes was really the one that set this up, and it's still being continued um, by the Murdochs, who's an Australian family that's really been a disaster. What they've done with Fox News is they've put on opinion shows, and they've put on small segments of news at the beginning of the day, but the news shows aren't very popular. So they'll have 10 opinion shows to one news show and then call it a news station. So the opinion shows are what people are believing because it's on a news station. Uh, Tucker Carlson... And Sean Hannity got dragged into court for spreading disinformation. And the response used by Fox, by Fox lawyers, was that no, it was the same defense that was used against Penthouse. A reverend sued Penthouse for putting a picture of him, of him screwing his mother. And in court, he was asked, would anyone in their right mind believe this? He said, of course not. And they said, well, then it's a joke. And so the same defense was used by Fox News saying everyone knows that this is satire. It's not real. Google it, guys. Really, this was a defense used by Fox News, that no one in their right mind would believe it's real. So Yeah, but no one in, the, no one in their right mind will believe that that's going uh, not, to, not that it won't hold up in court, because it obviously did, but that it's going to have an impact on any of the viewers. And it, it, of course, the, the people are still going to follow them religiously and think that their news comes from the voice of God. I think... You know, people, I, I have someone writing in on Twitter, why doesn't Biden do something about it? I don't know. Write him. He's not God. He's not perfect. He's just a politician. He's more interested in putting the Defense Production Act through and stopping everyone from dying 
I think, than he is news media right now, which is good. Um, I think having having put someone in politics that is not a politician has kind of showed us the value of actual politicians, people that know what they're doing, whether you agree with one side or the other. Um, you know, and again, I'm from a foreign country, so this is an outside perspective, but I find it really bizarre that you guys can let opinions on stations be called news. We just use that de- the depressing voice. That yeah. really like, you know, that, that depressing voice that you hear all the time. As he walks across the lawn, you could see his head hang dejectedly, heart falling to his oh. shoes. Like, it's that... It's, it's, it's a voice I hear in my nightmares when anything goes wrong. It sounds like, you know, it's, oh, the humanity as the Hindenburg goes down. It's that voice. We still use those voices on our news. But I it don't know. I think they need, entertaining. Uh, I, I, I think there needs to be some laws on how this is handled. The flip side of that is if there were, I wouldn't make as much money. So that sounds awful, but it's true. Speaking of not making as much money, Budweiser, Coca-Cola, and Pepsi are sitting out the Super Bowl. They're giving money to corona awareness uh, charities to put up ads for people to get vaccinated and fight against the anti-vax community. But they're still going to be advertising their smaller brands. So you'll see things for, like, Natural Light, and you'll see things for the the sub-brands like Mountain Dew, but you won't be seeing any Coke or Pepsi ads because they have quite charitably decided to take to take that tax deduction and put their money to work. I'm, I'm, I'm actually not complaining. I think it's a great thing. Well, considering the lack thing. of charity that has been recent, you know, everyone's been kind of cooped up, scared in the way. No one's been trying. And I'm not saying people are mean to each other. I'm saying everyone's kind of yes, staying they are. away. Everyone's okay, mean. I mean, and I think that's part of what's causing the divide. It's easy to villainize people when you're like trapped in your house staring at a computer all the time. This is how we got internet trolls in the first place. There were little weirdos hanging out in their mum's basement. Well, now we are all little weirdos hanging out in our own basements. That's a good point. That is a very good point. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, Chris Martin and Dakota Johnson are moving into their Malibu home. Miss um, Tyson passed on she was a huge advocate I'm, I'm gonna cry i'm gonna move on from that i'm gonna post about it she was an advocate for african-american rights in film and she's incredible but she passed and then we lost cloris leachman which just devastated me that's awful no i can i, I can get that well you know it's also pretty interesting recently is uh Hedge fund companies. I don't think we talked about this whole GameStop thing yet, have we? No, it was it was really funny. So a bunch of people on Reddit turned around and bought shares of GameStop to save GameStop, which I thought was great, and AMC, and and Bath and Body Works, and they're kind of like saving these companies, but Wall Street was betting against them to lose. So they Wall Street starts losing money, and don't worry, the federal government has stepped in and stopped anyone from being able to buy. GameStop shares and are forcibly driving down the price so that Wall Street doesn't get upset. Yeah, they banned anyone in the United States from purchasing stock in GameStop and AMC. If you, if you live in America, if you live in the United States, you get on, you're robbing to get on your trading program, whatever it is, you try and buy stock in GameStop, guess what? It's unavailable. So actually, 
other countries, uh, I don't want to call them nerds, but individuals who typically prefer video games, such as myself, uh, have yeah, begun no, to purchase stock in GameStop as well, outside of our country. I think that's wonderful. I think it's wonderful. I don't think uh, Wall Street's been doing this for years. All of a sudden, you know, people, regular people have decided that they're going to do it. And it's a problem because it costs Wall Street money. There have been these tiny little uprises all over. You know, we start, it began with the Me Too movement for Hollywood. Then we went into, sadly, it became the insurrectionists for Trump. Now we got individuals challenging uh, these hedge fund companies and people who typically run uh, the stock trade. We're, we're I'm kind of all for that. Little... Yeah. Well, I am too. Don't I'm get me wrong. The only one I hate about this <laughs> is the insurrection. Uh, I- I'm just saying that we're starting to kind of test our boundaries here as citizens, starting to test our waters. These people who thought that previously they were the head honcho, top 1%, you can't touch me kind of individuals. And now kind of making them feel human, I bet. I think once we get back to regular life, a lot of this will die down, which is unfortunate. But right now we have a large population that is out of work, that is quarantined. So people are looking towards what matters to them. And I think that makes it makes a big difference. I mean, my industry got shut down for a really, really long time. Um, so a bunch of film people moved to TikTok. Yeah, yeah. I mean, oh, so everyone knows uh, WandaVision, the, the um, Marvel show that's out. They are hinting yeah. at who the, next, who the next big bad guy of the Marvel Universe will be. So I'm going to do Ooh. our giveaway today based on that, or well, one of our giveaways. So I'm going to do a quick shout out and say I want to say thank you to Off-Road Rentals for our giveaways, uh, Trainer Joe's Fitness, Tiny Bubbles Hair Salon, thank you for making me look human. Aspen Mills Bakery, True Rest Sedona in Las Vegas. They're giving away floats at True Rest Sedona uh, in Las Vegas. You can use it at any True Rest floats bar. Castlewood Cottages and Big Bear, if you need to escape, it's a great place, and you can social distance. Auto Image Mobile Detailing, now that you have to get back to work, get your car detailed. And Scott Haskin, thank you for that beautiful music. Our giveaways today... Uh, Peter Matthews' book, Dollar Democracy on Steroids with Liberty and Justice for Some, How to Reclaim the Middle Class Dream for All. I know we have a mix of people that like listen to this show, and I know my GOP listeners are not going to be a big fan of this book, but I know a lot of my liberal listeners are. So that's one of our giveaways. We have foldable ballet flats with a pouch. They come in small, medium, large. They're fantastic. There's from, they're from Graciously Your Sydney. It's really, really pretty. I'm using them. They are fantastic. We have two rides from Off-Road Rentals in Palm Springs, California. And, of course, our float at True Rest Float Spas. So those are our giveaways for today. Um, and my question is going to be my fo- – I'm going to pick one. I'm going to let Bear pick one, and then I'm going to let our guest pick one. Who do you think the big baddie of the Marvelverse is going to be in – they're hinting at it in one division – Who's the big baddie that's going to be coming out? Write that down. Um, catch me on, uh, you can catch me on Instagram. You can catch me on Twitter because that's where you'll find me. And, of course, you can find me um, on, on, on uh, Facebook, but I'm never there. So, yeah, stick to Twitter. Uh, Jared, ask one question about your TikTok for another giveaway. My, my question is better because uh, it's about Marvel. 
Oh, yeah, about my TikTok? Sure. Uh, okay, let's see. I'm drawing a blank. You see, it's funny when it's about my stuff, it's so difficult. Uh, okay, I put up a video just today talking about a very specific joke. If you guys can write it in the com- not in the comments, just send it in uh, via Twitter, wherever you accept your messages to. What joke did I teach everyone today? And you can find him at Bear Fiorda on all social media. F I I B E A R F I O R D A. Bear Fiorda. I swear you can find him there. Uh, he's got a great following on TikTok. Go check him out. I'm Summer Helene. We are going to go to break. And when we come back, we are going to talk about how to get TikTok famous with our very, very, very special guest, Kenya Kelly. She's uh, does branding TikTok, which if you can master TikTok, took me forever to figure out that algorithm. You're a king. I'm Summer Helene. We're on with my special guest co-host, Bear Fiorda. We'll be right back after this. Stimulating talk gets those synapses in the brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com. Voice America Network proudly presents The Catherine Zox Show for women, men, children, and families. Catherine magically combines her compassion, experience, and talent to bring listeners a show that's upbeat, informative, and yes, a little sassy. Tune in every Wednesday at 7 a.m. Pacific Time, 10 a.m. Eastern to The Catherine Zox Show on the Voice America channel. Tune in to The Patricia Raskin Show on VoiceAmerica.com every Monday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time and 11 a.m. Pacific Time. This is the program that helps you turn obstacles into opportunities, challenges into solutions, and find answers to tough questions with the award-winning powerhouse voice of radio, Patricia Raskin. So tune in and call in to The Patricia Raskin Show, Mondays at 2 p.m. Eastern Time and 11 a.m. Pacific Time, right here on the Voice America Variety Channel. Have you had a chance to check out Voice America's online magazine and blog? If you love our hosts and shows, check out articles that give an even deeper perspective. Plus topics about health and fitness, movie reviews, philosophy, business tips and tactics, spirituality, positive thought, current events, and even more about your favorite host. It's just a click away at blog.voiceamerica.com. That's blog.voiceamerica.com. The Voice America Press Blog. All access, all the time. Follow the Voice America Variety Channel on Twitter. Our hosts always have something to say, and we know that you do too. We tweet on today's hot topics, and you're welcome to follow us. Speak up and join in at Voice AM Variety. That's at Voice AM Variety. Listening to Behind the Scenes with host Summer Helene. To connect with the show today, please call 1 866 472 5788. That's 1 866 472 5788. You may also send an email to bts at summerhelene.com. Now let's go back behind the scenes. G'day, g'day, guys. Welcome back to Behind the Scenes. I'm your host, Summer Helene. We are on with my special guest co host. Bera Fiorda, and today we have on a very special guest. She's an accomplished business executive, a teacher, and inspirational speaker. She found her voice by writing and speaking and understanding your God-given purpose and living your fullest potential. She captures audiences by conveying powerful lessons of overcoming fear, self-doubt, 
and divorce to create a successful six-figure businesses utilizing gifts and co- her gifts and corporate background. I'm going to let her talk more about herself because she can do a better job than I can. I'd like you to welcome our very special guest, Kenya Kelly. Kenya, welcome to the show. Hey, I'm so glad to be here. <laughs> well, thank you so much for coming on. I know we were talking during the break a little bit uh, about TikTok. I've, I've been fighting with them over some of my clients recently. And you were saying there's a, uh, the, the algorithm change has not been awesome. Right. It's definitely been like, oh, something's happening here and just trying to learn how to how to maneuver with it now. I uh, whenever a new platform comes out, my go to is I do everything right. And then I poke at every boundary. I start using bad language. I lose followers. I absolutely destroy it. My followers always look like a heart attack. I'll have like 10,000, none, (laughs) 4,001. So it really is like up and down when I try and figure it out. And then I found out you can actually call TikTok if if you know how to get through. And if you can, and they'll give you a a breakdown, but it comes in. It's it's impossible to read. I had to call an attorney friend of mine to understand it. Um, Can you tell everyone a little bit about yourself? Yeah, absolutely. So I have been running my own successful uh, branding and design agency for the last five years. And just since the pandemic, I just decided to shift from design and go full into teaching people video marketing because that's how we built our business. That's, that's what brings me joy every single day. And then, of course, during the pandemic, that's when I got onto TikTok and now I'm pretty much addicted. Yeah, it's, it's crack. Jared uh, does quite mm-hmm. well on it. Uh, Bear Fjorda, he's got a good following. and He does a lot of giveaways, though. I think he cheats. I think he's bribing people into liking him. <laughs> That's yeah. just, just my opinion. Uh, oddly enough, my giveaways, my giveaways are not always in, – in fact, I put them on the uh, lesser end of the videos that gain traction. Uh, oh, fine. So people may, like maybe I generate you. more followers versus views <laughs> on those ones. Whatever, fine. People so like you. Don't show off. Um, so, so, Kenya, I, I'm immediately getting up while I'm talking to you live. I'm getting people hitting me on Twitter. One of the first questions I'm getting is, how do you get famous on TikTok? I have like that. Yeah, so you times. have to show up, man. That's like, if, 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 if the number one thing I could tell a person to do is you've got to show up. You know, oftentimes people want to come onto social media, including TikTok, post one video and say, I'm TikTok famous. And it happens to some people, but not most. And so you have to show up and give people a reason to want to make you famous. Now, granted, some people go famous because they're half naked. Some people go famous because they do a lot of tricks. But if you're wanting to do it and also make money and profit and make it sustainable, then you've got to show up every day and, and, and grow your audience. I like that. Uh, next question. How do I make people like me? <laughs> the truth is you cannot, no matter what you do on TikTok, some people are going to like you and some people are going to hate you. You know, I've always told people that I'm not a very political person. Like I don't, I don't hate love anybody specifically. And so one day when I made a comment about Trump, it wasn't negative. It wasn't the great, it wasn't like super I'm in love with him or super I hate him. You had the Trump people that were like, yes, we love you. And the people that were like, but you're black. And I'm like, wait a minute. I didn't, I didn't say anything positive or negative. And then like I lost 400 followers and I was like, but what did I even say? So you can't make anybody like you. Ironically, I said Trump should suck a giant donkey. Anyway, (laughs) and I got a lot of followers. Shit, I told him to go to hell when he started insulting the military and that. Um, I, I and I'm, out of that one, I'm, not, I'm not even a Democrat and I didn't like him. 
So I don't know. I think it's, <laughs> I, I think it's, I think it just depends. Um, and I think it depends on who your followers are. Like we have a mix that, uh, that listen to the show. We have some GOP, we have some liberal, and then I have co-hosts that mm-hmm. come on some very conservative, some very liberal and people come and go, um, depending on that. So mm-hmm. I think you the nail on the head. It really, really, uh, it really depends. One of the questions I'm, I've got here, oh, my God, boy, you have a lot of questions here. Uh, one of the questions <laughs> we have for you <laughs> is, should I take off my clothes to get attention? No, you are 17. You shouldn't. I'm not, well, she's not answering that. Neither am I. No, go to school. Right. Next question. Sorry. Uh, what is the best way to gain traction? So I would say number one is to do trends, right? There's always different things that are happening on the For You page. And if you are focusing in on the trends, you will find yourself gaining gaining people watching your videos and eventually followers. I do trends, but I spin them for my business. So you're typically not going to see me on the ground twerking if that's a trend. But I will, I will skate the line of what they're doing and then do something totally different at the end. And that's how I found myself gaining 400000 in a year. I like that. Now, what is the biggest mistake you've made on social media? This is my question, not theirs. The biggest mistake that I made on social media, I would say not being myself authentically because I have been on social media since it's been out there. And there's a part of me that's very funny. Like, I always say that I'm a mix between SpongeBob SquarePants, Jim Carrey, Billy Graham, and Oprah Winfrey. And I only oh, I like ever that. let people really experience Oprah and Billy Graham. But, like, it wasn't until TikTok that, I like, people started seeing all of this personality. And I'm like, I feel like I could have gained, one, from a business standpoint, way more followers before then. And I could have just been living a more authentic Kenya if I would have just been myself versus what I thought people wanted me to be. I like that. I think that, and I, I think that's can, something people miss. I think miss. I can kind of relate to that as myself. I, even, even in my videos, always very technical, very teacher-esque, no, no comedy. And I found that the more I started trying to be funny, even a little bit here and there, has been a positive response. Yeah. It's funny. Mm-hmm. Every like, time my, I go my on social on media. My friends on Facebook were like, who are you? Mm-hmm. I got the opposite. Every time I got on, what I got was, do you have any of your old modeling pics and show us your tits? Maybe I don't have the best followers. Um, I'd like to remind everyone, every time we use bad language on this show, we give money to the Boys and Girls Club of America, the Humane Society of America, and Free MMA. We swear because we care. That's the Sean Patrick Kennedy rule. Uh. (laughs) He he used the F word 72 times in 30 minutes. So we... Wow. Kind of had to do something with it. Yeah, film people swear a lot. Mm-hmm. It's uh, something we had to learn to deal with. Um, yeah, they fucking so, do. Jared, knock it off. You're not, he owns free <laughs> MMA. It's one of his charities. Is is one of the ones we give money to. You're not getting the money if you swear. Okay. <laughs> the next question we have for you is, what is the biggest difficulty you had to overcome creating your business? Um, I would say, you know, it wasn't necessarily with the business because I, when I was 21 years old, I was recruited into network marketing and I'm 39 now. And so it taught me so much about business. Uh, but the, in the midst of me trying to figure out my niche in business over the course of the years, I got married to my ex-husband and within six months I found out he was cheating. 
And he, it wasn't just one person, it was multiple. And so it was kind of like, I had this, like, I'm building this business, I'm becoming this person, and my whole life is falling apart. And it was like, I had to go and get back and get a job because I didn't have it in me to be a business person while I was going through devastation. Yeah. Well, it makes sense. When you have an entire business resting on you and you have to go through that level of grief, that's horrifying. Mm -hmm. It's really horrifying. I And I was like, nope. Mm-hmm. How did you manage that? That's awful. It's been, it's been six, seven years. I did a lot of counseling early on, and I've been doing counseling ever since. Uh, I'm a spiritual person, so I, like, I, I go to God. Like, Jesus, that's, the, that's always been my, like, crutch. And so in that time, it was like my friends could only be there so much. You know, somebody had to be there with me every single day. And it was just this, like, lonely, intimate time where I had to go, God, you've got to help me because I don't even know how to deal with this. And it was it was awful, but it was an incredibly beautiful journey to just kind of be that with God. Because all my friends were in different states. They weren't where I was. And so it was me by myself. Gee, oh, my God. So you're, you're isolated and going through this? That's horrifying. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Thank, yep. thank God Very you have bad. faith. <laughs> well, yeah. No, it's, thank how, that's, geez, that's awful. Um. Sorry, I got sidetracked there. That's 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 a lot of strength. That takes a lot of strength to do that. So I, I'm really thankful. I, I know it's because of all the books that I read years ago in network marketing. I was like, there's no way I had it in me to like move on from this. But I read hundreds of books at 21, 25 years old. I would have gone with castration, but I think your plan was better. <laughs> Yeah. Just, just saying. Oh boy! Yeah. Oh boy! It was, a, it was a thought. Turn him into a eunuch. Bring I'm back the eunuchs over here. I'm just saying. I'm just, just an idea. Um, how, did you ever get to a point where you managed to forgive him? Oh yeah. Well, I, you know, I knew that because of my faith that I had to forgive him quickly because otherwise it was going to eat me alive because I knew that through all the yeah. books that I had read and people that I've watched. And so it was like, in that moment, I decided to file. I started writing. Like, remember in school, you wrote lines on the chalkboard. I had to yep. start writing lines in my journal. God helped me to forgive him, even if he never apologizes. And I would say that every day, multiple times a day, he's never apologized, never admitted it. And I was able to forgive, bless him and move on. I could see him today and give him a hug. You are a much wow. better person than I will ever be. That's that's what I've gotten from this. That is no, that is really inspiring. That is incredible. Well, and I you. think that that kind of tenacity and that kind of strength is is why you have the following you do. I think people latch on to strong people. I think they latch on to to good people, especially with as tumultuous as the last year has been. You really manage to mm-hmm. draw people in on your TikTok, and I think that authenticity yeah. in your oh, experience really does that. Well, thank you. I no, tried. Tracy, you're out Listen, here 2020 you. was hard for me, too. Yeah. I think 2020 no, was a rough year for everyone. It's uh, admirable. You're out here following steps of Gandhi, and Sarma's out here trying to leave people lopsided. <laughs> mm-hmm. Usually, yeah. I work, in, I work in entertainment. My go-to is, will you take your top off? So it's, it's probably not... Um, I would not be the person to follow on this oh, one. No. Now, especially being a, a woman of color in business, this is directly, I have a bunch of people on Twitter uh, asking, do you feel 
No, I don't want to get too political. So let me change this. Hang it's on. fine. You can go there. I'm, I'm okay with that. Okay. Um, do you feel being a woman of color that you're treated fairly in business? No, I don't feel like I'm treated fairly period. I, and I think business that. is another aspect <laughs> of no things, kidding. you know, and yeah. I don't feel like a victim, but I, I have this complete understanding that there is something that if I was side by side with a white woman or with a white man, that it would not be equal. And instead of me being emotional about it, I just have to like build my own stage. I think, so. well, I think the world often follows um, the pattern of the American vote. This was said by a, a yeah. friend of mine. She said, you know, it goes to the white guys, then it goes to the black guys, then it goes to the mm -hmm. white women, then it goes to the women of color, and then it never goes to the natives. So, like, she, mm -hmm. that, that was kind of the, the way she, she had described it. And um, she's an anthropologist. She said it's, it's always worked this way in European society and it's working that, this way in American society. And the, the best way to combat it is to have successful, intelligent women, especially women of color, um, stepping into areas like media. So I think it's fantastic, yeah. by the way, you've chosen what you have because I think it makes – a big difference now. And I think it makes a big difference long term. I personally believe the best way to change the world is through media, but yeah. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. And I, and I think that um, it's, it's a, it's a hard thing to break into, but like you lit when Oprah finally made her way through, it was like, okay, finally we can yeah. see an opportunity. And now we're just, we're running for it. And all, all types of women, all different backgrounds are like, okay, I can go after it now. Yep. I, I agree with you on that. I very, very much. Do you think that um, being a woman of color has handicapped you working in media, especially places like TikTok? You know, I did not used to think that about TikTok. I watched a lot of people um, navigate TikTok and people complain about being black on TikTok and all that. And the first thing where I kind of thought it was when TikTok recently launched the Black Creator Program. And I was like, Mm -hmm. Why would they launch that? You know, I'm like, of course, I'm sure black creators have complained and all this type of stuff. And they're looking for ways because of all that happened last year, George Floyd and all the things. But then it really hit me when I started working with some of my uh, uh, Caucasian clients, watching me, one lady hit 20,000 followers in 13 days. And I was like, wait a minute. And then I had her do a trend and it went viral within... Um, three days. I did the exact same trend. It's been a month and it still hasn't gone viral. And I go, okay, okay, here it is. This is the same thing. Her and I are the same, but this is not, it's not happening. And it finally clicked. Okay. It's not the same. Yeah. The algorithm set to favor pretty young white women. Crazy. It is. It's awful. And they've been sued a bunch over it and it's still going. <laughs> it's still happening. So. Yeah, there was a uh, one time when Rachel Peterson, she was the person that I followed on TikTok first. She showed up on screen and she showed her mom bod, was like she had had two kids and you could see the loose skin and all that. And TikTok deleted her video for nudity or something like that. And she challenged them and made everybody challenge TikTok and they put it back up. And then she started doing the shame on you, TikTok. You're saying that it's okay for these little girls to show all this stuff, including their butts and all this stuff. But all I showed was my loose skin on my stomach. And you're saying this is bad. It was in that moment we realized this really is about the pretty little white girl with the, yep. with the skinny body or whatever. 
dead on. It is my, uh, I, I've mm-hmm. run into it. The best videos I have are the, that I've done is I've done intentionally videos sitting there in a bra. I've done it where I've had guys on with me, girls on with me. And the ones that do well are of course, I'm a blonde hair, blue eyed white woman sitting there in a bra. Yeah. That's crazy. It's, not, it's ridiculous. Um, but it's, it's how the algorithm works. But yeah. I, what I found most interesting is for the algorithm to work that way, it means it has to cater towards male viewers. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Which is odd given that most viewers on TikTok are female. So figure that one out. I think it's just the programmers you know, that have gone, well, well people I also like wonder, is it, is it also targeting young women that want to aspire to look like this? that want to oh, create yeah. content on TikTok to look like this. And the more they see an Addison Ray who's gorgeous, you know, the more they see them like that, the more they'll want to be that way. And then the more they'll post content like that. I wonder if that's also part of it. Very much. It's the Instagram mold. Instagram did it. Yeah. TikTok's doing it. You know, it's, it sucks, but it works. It's the same way uh, we market films. When I, market a f- yeah. when I market a film or TV show or when I market a client or, or person, like granted, I don't usually market clients. What I deal with is, like, I just had a client get an Oscar stuck up his ass for the second time. So he called me Jesus and he's like, Christ. hey, what do I do? I'm like, the same thing you did last time. Um, so I usually deal with when things have gone wrong or Use TV shows and films beforehand. Right? <laughs> um, so uh, what I market is why when I push this online... I choose the scenes or I choose things to go viral that have pretty young white women because that's, that's what's mm-hmm. going to go viral. It's not right. But exactly. The only exception is Zoe Saldana. It doesn't matter what you do with her. You can sell her. She's amazing. Just, uh, just a side Oh, note. yeah. <laughs> she's incredible. She's also a fair-skinned, brown-skinned woman, fair-skinned, and she's slender like a typical, not always, but like a typical Caucasian woman. She has this appeal that looks kind of similar. You're right. I uh, I worked on Guardians one and two. I didn't get three. They gave it to Disney. I'm still mad at them. But um, <laughs> I, I worked on I worked on one and two when I was selling her. She was green. But yeah, she could have been any race, mm. any anything. You're right. Mm-hmm, now exactly. What, what what advice? I'm getting a ton of questions. Can I can I get you to come on another show? Because I know we're getting towards the end of the show and we missed. Like 90% of the questions. Yeah, let's do it. Ask you. I'm going to hold you to it. You said it on air. Now you have to. Um, one of the questions <laughs> we have here for you is, what advice would you have to somebody who is just getting on TikTok? Um, I would say before you start to post, um, like binge watch stuff on the For You page. Like get an idea of what is happening there. Uh, when you see videos you don't like, hold your finger down on the video and hit not interested. That way you can stop seeing that. But binge watch content so you can see what TikTok is used to. Then uh, go to the Discover page, which is clicking on the magnifying glass at the bottom of your screen. And then do a search on certain things that that you like doing. And then binge watch some of that content, too. That's going to really give you an idea of what you should be doing. Then start playing around with the buttons. Act like you're going to create some content on TikTok. Create it. Put it in your draft. And then when you're ready, post it out there. I like that. Um, where can everyone find you? What do they find you under and yeah, where so on all your social media? For sure. So I'm on KiaKelly.com. The number one social media I'm at is Instagram, but I do spend a lot of time on TikTok with the same name, Kia Kelly. I'm going to put up a link, guys. Check her out. Follow her. She's on the show because I watch her. 
That's why she's here. I like yeah. her. Oh, you're um, <laughs> I do. I um, Jared, where can everyone find you on TikTok? Oh, they can find me everywhere. In fact, uh, at Bear Fjorda, like bear like the animal, Fjorda like this guy, F-I-O-R-D-A. <laughs> I like that. Um, Kenya, we've kind of come coming to the end of the show. We've got like two minutes left. Is there anything you want to say to everyone out there listening? Absolutely. If you're thinking about getting on TikTok, get on TikTok. Don't wait. Uh, don't wait for the trend to be a trend. Don't wait for the, all the rest of the world to get on the TikTok. Start creating. Don't feel like you have to be like anybody else. Next thing you know, you're going to be TikTok famous. Oh, I like that. That's, that's really <laughs> good. That's a great way of putting it. Um, now, I'm going to ask you, what was your worst experience on social media so far, just personally? Worst thing someone said? Because I have everyone here asking, have you had to deal with trolls? For sure. So I would definitely say it was during the height of George Floyd, uh, when you're on there talking about Black Lives Matter and all that, and people thinking that saying the words uh, Black Lives Matter means political, and just watching people call me the N-word, the B-word, watching people that hate Black people, like, duet my videos, like, they're having guns in their laps, and I'm just like, wow, people hate me just for, and so that was awful. That I don't understand. I still Good personally Lord. don't understand how this is a thing or how it's controversial to say a group of humans existing matters. Just saying, personal. I don't either. Thing, it's ridiculous. I'm foreign, so it just mm-hmm. I didn't grow up with all this crap. Um, okay, yeah. it's, guys. It's just like when uh, LGBTQ is asking for human rights, and they're like, "No," it's like, "But aren't they human?" Like, I don't understand. Like, right? I don't get it. No, it's 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 really it's really bizarre. It's very strange, but then again, I come from like a, a pretty progressive country, so it's very strange for me to come here because we're more concerned about, well, it's just not as big a deal there. We're more concerned about uh, infighting problems and a kangaroo dying in our water source. That legitimately mm-hmm. happened. You can Google it. <laughs> um, guys, right. check out Kenya Kelly. She's fantastic. Um, and, of course, my special guest co-host, Bear Fjorda. Thank you guys very much for joining us here on Behind the Scenes. I know we didn't get to a lot of questions. I promise we will next time. I'm Summer Helene. We are on with my special guest co-host, Bear Fjorda, and our guest today, the fabulous Kenya Kelly. Check her out. We'll see you next week. Good night. Thanks for checking out the show. Behind the Scenes can be heard live on the Voice America Variety Channel every Friday at 7 p.m. Eastern Time, 4 p.m. Pacific. Be sure to join Summer Helene for more Scoop next week.